I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Internet Marketing. Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. This is Internet Marketing. Now, before we start today, uh, we've got one request. If you genuinely enjoy uh, what we do here on the Internet Marketing Podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes or your podcast app because it really helps us grow our podcast and ensures that we bring you the greatest marketing tips and advice each week. And today I'm joined by Vicky Looms, Head of Premium Content at Trend Watching. Hello, Vicky. How are you? Hi, Andy. I'm fine. Thank you. Um, Vicky, let's start off uh, with you telling us a little bit about yourself and trend watching. Yes. So, as you said, my name is Vicky, and my official title here is Senior Trend Analyst. What we do at Trend Watching is we track consumer trends, and we also help businesses understand how to apply consumer trends within their business or maybe with their own clients. And we do that through workshops, through live sessions, through internal strategy sessions. Um, but we also have something called Trendwatching Premium, which is um, an intelligence platform that people log into and can access all of the, the trends and all the innovations that we track. Mm. Um, and I look after everything that's on that platform. Now, consumer trends, it's quite a sort of broad term um why should we be aware of them i think probably the main reason to be aware of consumer trends is you don't need me to tell you that the marketplace is competitive that it moves quickly Mm. consumer trends can help businesses marketers anyone really kind of get a handle on that overwhelm and then use it to their advantage and I, I agree that the term trends is confusing. The amount of times I tell people, you know, oh, I work for a consumer trend company. And they say, oh, so what do you think of my jumper? Is it a good color? Yeah. And I always have to say, no, not those kinds of trends. Our trends are consumer trends. So that's all about how consumers behave, what they want, how they view the world. Mm. And knowing about those kinds of things can help you find opportunities for your business and create products, create services, create campaigns that surpass consumer expectations 
and then in the process, you know, help you get ahead of the competition. Yeah. We often hear people say, talk about fads, don't we? What's the difference between a fad and a trend? That's a very good, that's a very good question. <laughs> and definitely one along with what do you think of the colour of my jumper? And the one I get quite a lot. Um, I think the easiest way to think about it is a fad is how you're doing it and a trend is what you're doing. Right. So if you think about something like Tinder, the swipe left, swipe right, you know, be put in touch with somebody who's interested in you. Will we still be using Tinder in a year, two years' time? I don't know. It's impossible to predict what mm. products are going to come into the market. But what is certain is that the expectation that Tinder has set, how easy it is to connect with people, how quickly you can do it, those are never going to go away. So that's the consumer trend. That's the thing to think about. And I think the same goes for technology as well. It is very easy to get caught up with new technologies they're very exciting virtual reality augmented reality customized genes you know all of these things that seem very futuristic and it's important to take a step back and think okay but what does this mean for the consumer you know what will consumers be able to do as a result of artificial intelligence because they don't really care how artificial intelligence works Mm. they just care about the benefits they get from it as a content creator, then, how should the knowledge of consumer trends uh, change the way that we actually create content? So we already talked about how consumer trends can help you track customer expectations. So in the context of creating content, I think it's then about creating things that go beyond expectations that are better than what's already in the market that maybe serve consumer needs which is a very important thing as we already talked about Mm. when it comes to consumer trends that can serve those needs in new ways so when you think about something like virtual reality it's important not to just be distracted by the new things that virtual reality can do but also by thinking about how is this helping consumers how is this providing entertainment how is this helping them learn Mm. Addressing those questions within the context of consumer trends will really help you to create content that really stands out. I mean, it's, it's, we hear this term, don't we, sort of trend watching. I'm just wondering how important it is. Can, sort of how can we get good at trend watching? Because it must be quite cool to sort of be at a cocktail party and people say, what do you do? And, oh, I'm a trend watcher. And uh, how important <laughs> is it? I mean, it is very important if you're... Um, a business owner or a marketer or a strategist Mm. and you know as much as I obviously love this job and I wish there was a secret formula to being a trend watcher that I knew a secret I really don't the truth is that I think it's impossible to watch trends and have your own full-time job Mm. so that's you know where we come in you you can spot trends I think the, the biggest piece of advice I always have is just to be curious about everything that's in the world around you. Mm. Um, so when you see a brand doing something interesting, ask yourself, why is that interesting? What does that mean for customer expectations? Mm. What does it mean for my brand? Um, and then, you know, you'll start spotting trends. You'll start spotting new expectations once you started that, you're kind of on the way to being a trend watcher and to sort of being that annoying person at parties, which unfortunately I sometimes am, who always 
has always heard of the new thing. When someone wants to tell you something new, you're like, oh, yeah, that. I read about that like three weeks ago. Makes you, <laughs> makes you an irritating companion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially if I read about it three months ago. <laughs> exactly. I, I do try to, you know, suck on the blow a bit sometimes. <laughs> but it's, it's difficult though, isn't it? So, I mean, sometimes when you're sort of in a trend, you're in the middle of a trend that's happening, you can't really see it happening, can you? Until sort of later. I'm, I'm, I'm going to show my great age now. I remember um, <laughs> being alive in the eighties. I remember being a young man in the eighties, and sort of um, I was quite into music in those days. And thinking, oh, it's, it's the eighties. I can't really sort of work out what the what sort of what music's doing at the moment. It seems a bit sort of bland and nondescript. And yet now, in like the sort of 2017s, when we look back at the eighties, we we can spot eighties music a mile off, can't we? It's very distinctive. So I was just yeah. wondering, sort of. Give us an example of a trend you're watching in 2017 or sort of a, a recent trend perhaps that you were watching last year. So at the end of every year, we release a, a trend report for the, the trends we think should be on people's radars for the coming year. Yeah. And one of the trends we flagged at the end of last year was a trend called ethical educators, which is the basic human need it's rooted in is very much self-improvement. And, you know, we all want to improve ourselves whether it's learning a language or eating less donuts or going to the gym more often but I think when you think about the current political landscape in the US in the UK which feels very fractured feels very polarized Mm. I think questions around self-improvement and being a good person being a better person are kind of changing and people now want to maybe increase their empathy or maybe understand what life is like for people who are not like them yes sort of self-educate to understand what life is like in someone else's shoes yes Um, and so at the end of last year we sort of identified a trend called ethical educators which Mm. is all about how brands can help people self-improve in those kinds of ways so you know improve their ethics improve their empathy so a really fun example we saw of this, and a really, it's a really kind of light one because this could be a very serious topic and it, it does cover very big issues, Yeah, was a, it's a jewellery brand called Lokai and they launched a Facebook messenger bot called Walk With Yeshi and essentially it's all about mimicking the walk that women in Africa have to, to do to get water. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the bot asks you, like, hey, can you send me a picture of, you know, what's outside your window? And you send a picture and then it sends one back of, you know, what a woman in Africa might see. And then it asks you, oh, how long does it take you to get to work? And then it tells you how long it will take her to get water. So it's using a fairly new technology, Facebook Messenger, to kind of help people understand something and you know, self-improve in a way that they might not have been able to. And there's lots of examples of how brands are using new technologies to kind of do that and to help people sort of improve their ethical viewpoints. So we're all trying to get more, uh, understand what it's like from the other viewpoint. It's fascinating. So if, if you had one sort of uh, top tick or takeaway take for our audience today in terms of sort of uh, understanding trends and trend watching... What would it be, Vicky? I think it would be that don't be scared of trends. Don't feel like you have to have a degree or you have to have studied trends. Is that anyone can be a trend watcher. Mm. Just be curious about what's going on in the world around you. 
when you're in your local city or in your local high street or browsing the internet, just kind of keep an eye on the messages that you're seeing from brands, the services that you're being offered and just sort of start to connect the dots between things and you'll soon start seeing your own patterns and your own trends. And I think it's much easier than you might assume. Mm. And if I'm allowed to sneak in another takeaway, I would also say... The more the better. (laughs) The more takeaways, the better. I would also say that don't restrict yourself to comparing yourself to the competitors that are directly in your market. Mm. You're always competing against the best in class. So, you know, if you're a technology company, you shouldn't just be looking at what Apple are doing. For example, you should be looking at what Audi are doing or what BMW are doing or what Disney are doing. Because customer expectations, they'll spread across industries and people will be asking, why isn't my Audi as easy to use as my iPhone? Why doesn't BMW come with customization options like Spotify? You know, people will ask those questions. So when you're thinking about who your competitors are, and who you should be tracking. Think very broadly across Mm. industries, across regions, and that will help you to really understand where the market is. It's a fascinating area, isn't it? I think it's... I think my takeaway from what you're from my takeaway from your takeaways was <laughs> kind of I think it's all down to sort of having an inquisitive and open mind, isn't it? And not being too sort of tunnel visioned and just letting all that information soak in because it it all gets filed, doesn't it? Usually while we're asleep. Yes, <laughs> maybe that's when you'll start having trend brainwaves. Who knows? Maybe trend <laughs> dreams. Well, Vicky, thanks so much for joining us. Um, tell us uh, a bit about how our listeners can find out more about you and more about trend watching. So you can find us on all the usual social media channels, um, on Twitter, on Facebook, Instagram, just at Trendwatching. Um, if you come to the Trendwatching website, you can also sign up to receive free content. So um, we release free global and free regional trends that are sort of like a little snapshot into the kind of things that we do here and the kind of things we're thinking about. Mm-hmm. If you thought everything I said was super interesting, there's also um, a book that we published at the beginning of last year called Trend Driven Innovation. And that's basically all the things I just talked about and much, much more. So how you can implement trends, how you can get everyone else on board with trends, how you can build a trend culture, everything you would ever possibly want to know about trends um, is in that book as well. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. The show notes are in the usual place, uh, sitevisibility.com slash IM podcast. A few quick announcements. Um, uh, once again, if you join the show, please leave us a review so that um, sort of uh, people know that we're here and you know we can continue to bring you better marketing ideas and advice. Uh, we're always open to questions or suggestions for future topics to, to be uh, discussed on the show. So two ways to tell us about those: uh, podcast at sitevisibility.com is the email, or you can tweet at sitevisibility, all one word. If, if you want to connect with me personally, I'm Doctor Pod D O C T O. R-P-O-D on Twitter and LinkedIn and if you uh, if you want to continue the conversation you can do so by joining the site visibility group on LinkedIn and that's it so it's many thanks to Vicky that's all from me Andy it's all from Vicky thank you everyone and we'll see you next time on internet marketing Small details are big surfaces. 
tight corners or odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. 